You are listening to Better Golf Academy with me, Hanju Lee. This is episode four. Well, hello everyone. Okay, here's the thing. We all want to get better at golf. But for whatever the reason, our game just doesn't improve. Sound familiar? Okay, well, I'm here to share the best secrets of improving your score. This podcast is not about giving you swing techniques or swing tips, but it's about giving you specific strategies, a tangible plan, and fun ways to improve your score. So welcome to Better Golf Academy Podcast. You ready? All right, here we go. Well, 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 here you are again. I am so glad you're here because without you, I will not be here doing this, which is just what I love to do, which is just talk about golf, which is sometimes has a subtle reference to life. So welcome to Better Golf Academy. My name is Hanju. I am your host for this podcast, and I hope you continue to listen, learn, and implement some of the ideas I present for you. So that you can play better golf and so that you get to enjoy this challenging game so much more. Deal? Okay, deal. As promised, I also want to acknowledge one of my listeners who left me a five-star review. You know, Apple iTunes keeps the review anonymous. So if you want to add your first name at the bottom of the review, I'll make sure you get a shout out from me, okay? I do this because I am super appreciative that you took the time to write it. And also, I encourage others to do it as well because I hear more engagement reviews you get the more they, the Apple people will expose this podcast to others. Can someone confirm that out there for me? Is that really true? Um, this week, Stephen left me a five-star review by saying, "New found interest in golf. He says, as someone who's never been into the sport of golf, this podcast has piqued my interest in golf more than ever. Hanju's ability to grasp the listener through his knowledge of golf and his experiences really inspire you to get out there on the green and play without fear of failure. Anyone who's new to golf or veterans should definitely take a listen to this podcast. I guarantee you'll learn something new and you can apply when playing golf, but also in your everyday life. Thoroughly enjoyed every episode. Okay, well, this is amazing. I am incredibly honored to be part of your journey in inspiring and helping you get better, Stephen. So, wow. Thank you so much for this. It truly made my day. Okay, so what if I told you that there's this one exercise you can do every day that will help you change the pH of your blood so it can make it more acid or alkaline in minutes? You're like, so? <laughs> Why do I care? Okay. So what if I said this exercise can even boost your digestion and lower your heart rate? And so you're like, okay, a little more relevant. I'll listen. Okay, and then I said, what if this exercise can lower your stress levels and help you go to sleep at night? Now you're like, what? Less stress? I'm down. Give me more info. Okay, now what if I told you that this very exercise can even help you hit your next best shot on the golf course and what if i told you in the most intensive pressure putt situation it will put you in a maximum mental state to focus and sink your putts yeah tell me more what is it okay it's an exercise that we're all doing right now 
right now as I'm speaking and as you're listening. It's your breathing. I'm thinking you probably guessed it already because of the title of this episode. Well, certain type of breathing exercise done safely and done correctly can be one of the most powerful ways to control your mind and your body. That sounds too good to be true, you say? Okay, I see how you are. So let me give you some scientific facts that I found on how your body and mind works. I was in this workshop called Live, which helps us gain like awesome clarity about who we are and how we can like more fully live our unique destiny. Sounds awesome, doesn't it? Well, one of the sessions was taught by my friend, Dr. Liz Powell, who is a psychologist. And she explained this breathing concept to how it really made sense to me. So when we breathe and take in oxygen into our lungs, the oxygen gets distributed throughout our body for everything to function and blood to flow. Out of that, about 20% of the oxygen gets distributed to the brain to apply to like normal brain activity. So everything's all good and fine until a stressful situation arises. Let's say, for example, in a relationship setting, let's say your spouse or your significant other or your close friend says something that just triggers you. It makes you angry. And suddenly, your body starts to react. This reaction can start with the heart pounding a bit faster than breathing to kind of quicken. And this will start to make your muscles tense and maybe a bead of sweat start to appear. This combination of reaction is known as the fight or flight response. So it's our normal reaction for survival. It helps us to react quickly to the life-threatening situations. Your body goes through an instant sequence of hormonal change and physiological response to help fight off the threat or flee to safety, right? It's the very thing that creates adrenaline to run faster when a bear is chasing you or you lift the car when someone's stuck underneath it. You've seen that, right? Your body is capable of incredible things. You just have to learn how to control it and learn to know what is happening. So get this, while your body is going through a transition during this stressful or pressure moment, you know what the oxygen is doing? Is redistributing. Remember the 20% in your brain? Well, that gets distributed to work on everything else your body is doing, making your heart beat faster, making you breathe quicker, making your muscles tense and making you sweat. So it's been measured during this moment you lose like 3 to 5% of oxygen in your brain. You know how I know this to be true? So in a heat of an argument, you say things you don't clearly mean. Hello? Have you ever apologized like this before? Um, I'm sorry for what I said the other day. I didn't really mean it. I was just so angry in the moment. And these words just came out of my mouth. Yeah? Okay. This is a proof that your brain wasn't functioning 100% due to your lack of oxygen. Okay, are you guys all still with me? I'm going to circle back and put all my thoughts together here. But before that, one more thought. Okay, so have you ever watched basketball game during the playoffs? Like last minute foul, which brings someone to the free throw line. If the player makes it, it's like win for the team and they move on to the final championship game. And if he misses, the game is over. 
It's a fight or flight situation, life and death. This is what happens every single time before the player takes a shot. A deep breath, you can see it. Slow intake through the nose, sometimes with their eyes closed, and exhale through the mouth. Then the shot. What's happening here? We've always been taught to do this, right? But why? We're simply replenishing the oxygen back into the brain so that we can clearly focus, slow back down our heartbeat, slow down our breath, release the pressure and the tension in the muscles, and do what we're trained to do. Make the free throw. Sink the putt. Hit that perfect shot. So I was on the golf team in high school, and we would finish school early, and we'd rush out to the golf course and play a quick round of golf. And while we were playing, we would get just very competitive amongst each other, yet joking around and making each other mess up too. So we did whatever we did to win. We just couldn't make noise or make like quick movements during their backswing to keep it fair, but we could do and say anything else, right? So... One of the most effective ways to mess up our opponent's mental focus was to ask this simple question. Have you done this before? Okay, you ask your opponent right before their swing, hey, just wondering, do you breathe in or do you breathe out during your swing? Okay, there's a question subconsciously messes with their mind as they're trying to figure out what their breathing is doing. This results in a missed shot as they're focusing more on trying to pay attention to their breath well, rather than their swing. So if I knew then what I know now, I would have a very quick answer for them. So let me break down my own breathing exercise on the golf course that really helps me focus and helps me hit my best shot when it comes to fight and flight situation. You don't have to do exactly what I do, but I hope that you take away some fundamentals here of what breathing can do and develop your own habit during your pre-shot routine and get your mind and body focused for what's to come. Okay, ready? Okay, number one, put the oxygen back into your body. Now stand behind the ball during your pre-shot routine and take a deep breath. Deep inhale through your nose and exhale slowly through your mouth. Feel the tension and the stress leaving your body. Some people keep their eyes closed and visualize their shot while, while doing this. For me, I just keep my eyes open and focus on my target. I take another slow inhale and I walk to the ball. Number two, find your own sweet spot. Now, once you've taken your breath before the shot into your body, what are you going to do for the rest of the swing? Now, this is where it gets a bit gray. There are a lot of different ideas and techniques on what to do from here. I'm guessing that you've never thought about this before and that you've just been an unconscious breather. And that's okay. Some suggest that you really don't need to think consciously to control your breathing during your swing. So if that's you, do you. Okay, Find your own sweet spot. But if you really want to control your swing to the end, you need to get out on the driving range and spend some time experimenting with your breathing. Dave Ledbetter, one of the most well-known legendary golf instructor, teaches people to inhale on their backswing and exhale on their downswing, creating a rhythmic and tempo to your swing. Me? Well, I personally inhale as I walk to the ball, Exhale slowly as I'm setting up 
inhale again and hold it as I take the club back and then exhale after the downswing. So technically, during my actual swing, I'm holding my breath. <laughs> so which is best for you? Okay, let's talk to the snipers. Okay, the snipers, uh, for them, in order to accurately hit the target with full focus and steady aim, this is what they do. They have three known breathing methods that they use, okay? Okay, number one, they use a method called inhale and pause. They inhale until your lungs about half full. They pause and they pull the trigger to the target, okay? Second method that they use is exhale and pause, which is similar to inhale and pause. You take a deep breath, but you exhale a portion, and then you pause, and then you pull the trigger. And then the third method they use is called the full exhale. You fully let your breath out until the end. Then you pause and then pull the trigger. But the key here is to find your own sweet spot. Try different methods to see what's most comfortable for you. This way, if someone is messing with your mind during a round and ask you if you're breathing in or breathing out during your swing, you can confidently tell them exactly what you're doing. <laughs> It'll mess with their mind, right? So point number three, okay? Make it a part of your routine for every shot. Okay, breathing is important. It's so important that you need to make this part of your habit on every shot, every chip, every putt, everything that you're doing out there. Add breathing to your pre-shot routine. It will change everything, okay? So you didn't know that we could take an entire episode to talk about breathing, right? I mean, who thinks about that? But we all should. There are some hardcore yoga peeps out there that they say they will change your life. And I'm going to have to agree. Breathing is everything. If you don't agree, just stop doing it for a while. You will change your mind. <laughs> so let's implement this into our game to help us play better golf, okay? So to quickly summarize, number one, we need to replenish oxygen back into our body. This will prepare our body and mind to perform our best, okay? Number two, there are different ways to do this. Figure out which way is best for you. Okay, remember, inhale and pause, exhale and pause, or full exhale, or unconscious breathing, okay? Not paying attention to it at all. And number three, make it a part of your every shot. Don't forget to intentionally breathe, okay? All right. Hey, you know, I always say there are a lot of parallels from golf to life. Well, here's another thing. When you are in a fight or flight situation in life, you know what you need to do? Breathe. It will help you slow down your heart. It will help you slow down your breathing. It will help your stress level down. It will help you focus. And most importantly, it will help you not say stupid things that you'll need to apologize for later. Okay? All right, I hope this was helpful for you. I really enjoyed doing this episode. I think it's because I believe in it so much and I truly believe it can help reshape your game for the better. But as always, thank you so much for listening to Better Golf Academy podcast. Love you guys and have a great week.